you did it. You made it through another day full of challenges and opportunities and decisions and work. And I hope that you had a good day and fully accomplished all the good works that the Lord prepared beforehand for you. And now it's time to get some rest. And you should rest. God is in control. He is still at work. He never sleeps, but he means for his people to sleep and to trust in him and to lay their heads on their pillows at night peacefully. And it's time for you to do that now. But sometimes it can be hard to fall asleep. Our minds full of details and maybe even worries. So we're going to fill our minds with scripture tonight and fall asleep in the process. And I want to read Romans chapter 1, verse 1. This will be our couple of verses, or a couple of words for tonight. Paul, a servant of Christ Jesus, called to be an apostle, set apart for the gospel of God. And he goes on several verses in this greeting, but that's plenty for us for right now. Let's just kind of think about each word. Paul. Paul wrote the majority of the letters that we have in the New Testament. Think about what you know about Paul. The main thing he wants us to know about him as he introduces this letter is that he is a servant. So Paul and the other apostles are not gurus and lifestyle experts and wise men. They are servants of Christ Jesus. That's how we should look at them. It's not that they were extraordinarily smart and figured out a lot of things. They're men like us, just normal folks that God chose to use in an extraordinary way. And Paul wants the Roman Christians and you and me to think of him as a servant of Christ Jesus. And that's a good way for us to think about ourselves, too. So think about yourself for just a minute. How do you view yourself? What are the identifiers? What are your roles? You might be a husband or wife. You might be a friend and colleague. You might be a teacher or a secretary or a target employee or work at a phone center. There are lots of different ways to identify ourselves, but this is really our highest and holiest calling, like Paul, to be a servant of Christ Jesus. To let that settle into your mind a little more deeply as you're relaxing, just kind of repeat in your mind silently, silently to yourself, Paul, a servant of Christ Jesus, but substitute your own name instead of Paul. So for me, my name is Matt. Matt, a servant of Christ Jesus. Matt, a servant of Christ Jesus. Put your own name in that slot and just say it in your mind repeatedly. This can kind of function like counting sheep, but instead we're reinforcing the truth that 
Our highest calling is to be servants of Christ Jesus. In all that you do in your life, may you serve Christ Jesus. Paul, a servant of Christ Jesus, called to be an apostle. So in Paul's service to Christ Jesus, he was given a very specific task. He was to be an apostle. He was sent with a message. That's what that means. And you and I are not apostles in the same sense that Paul was. We have not had a direct encounter with the risen Jesus Christ in person like he did when he was saved and we've not been sent to establish new churches uh, with the gospel of Jesus Christ directly the way Paul and the other apostles were. But in another sense, we are all invited into this apostolic ministry as Christians. If you are a Christian and a servant of Christ, you have a part to play in the advance of the gospel and the kingdom of God and the church. I hope you know what your function is in the church because you're important to the body of Christ. In 1 Corinthians, God makes it really clear that every Christian is essential in the church. And I hope you see yourself that way. You're already valuable to God. He created you and loves you. He sent His Son Jesus to die for you, to save you and forgive you and reconcile you to Himself and not only that, he gives you a part to play. Have you found your part to play yet? deeper into the letter of Romans, Paul lists some different gifts that the Spirit gives for different roles within the church. It says in Romans 12, verse 6, having gifts that differ according to the grace given to us, let us use them. If prophecy in proportion to our faith, if service in our serving, the one who teaches in his teaching, the one who exhorts in his exhortation, the one who contributes in generosity, the one who leads with zeal, the one who does acts of mercy with cheerfulness. That's just a little sampling of some of the different roles people have in the church. And you have a role, maybe multiple roles. It may shift with time, but you're important to the church. I hope you're involved in your local church. I hope you're doing everything in your power to build up your fellow Christians in your local church. And I hope you see yourself this way tonight as you're resting.
Paul, a servant of Christ Jesus, called to be an apostle, set apart for the gospel of God. Set apart for the gospel of God. It's as if God reached down, plucked Paul up, and took him out of his pursuit of Jewish legal perfection and set him apart from all that for the gospel of God, the good news of what God had done through Jesus Christ. That Jesus died for our sins and arose from the grave and everyone who believes in Jesus Christ as the Savior and follows Jesus as the Lord is saved and reconciled to him. Paul was completely set apart for the work of that gospel. And so his letters are for the purpose of bringing that good news to people and helping them to understand it and rest in it and live in light of it. And that's what I want you to go to sleep thinking about tonight is this good news that God called Paul to bring. God is perfectly holy. It all starts with him. It's perfectly holy. And he created the heavens and the earth and the universe and everything in it, including and especially human beings. And he created human beings to live in close, worshipful, dependent, loving relationship with him. However, he also gave human beings freedom to choose whether they would do that or not, and Adam and Eve chose poorly, and that choice unleashed consequences for all generations of humankind, including you and me, and that's where all the pain comes from and the struggle. But the most important consequence of that is that it separated human beings from their God. And so we wander about looking for a savior, looking for protection, looking for stability, security, purpose, fulfillment in this world, and we can't find it. People are desperate for it, and they can't find it. Because it was only meant to be satisfied by God himself. We are created for a close relationship with God, and Nothing else will do. We'll never find satisfaction apart from that. Into this situation, God sent His Son, Jesus Christ. Jesus lived a sinless life, but He died on the cross for the sins of all who would trust men in Him and follow Him. This is the good news of Christianity. Christianity is not about good advice, how you can clean yourself up and do better. Just really good news. When you trusted in Jesus as your Savior and gave your life to following Him as your Lord, you were completely pardoned from all of your lawlessness and rebellion against God and completely forgiven for all of the times that you disobeyed Him, completely cleaned up from the filth of your sin and adopted as God's child, fully and completely embraced by Him. That is such good news.
tonight, whatever confusion you lived through today, whatever turmoil, just return to home base here. Return to the foundation. In Jesus Christ, you are right with God, and He loves you unconditionally. You are His. He will provide for you. He will protect you. He will guide you. He will rescue you. And one day, Jesus is going to return and we will live together in His presence forever. I'm thankful that God set the Apostle Paul apart to serve Christ in this way, to bring the gospel to us through his writings in the scripture. And I want to pray for you now that you can rest fully in that. Father, thank you so much for my brother and my sister listening to this right now. I pray that you would bless them through Jesus Christ with every spiritual blessing that all the full implications of this good news would be worked out in their lives. And especially tonight, peace. Because they are right with you. In Jesus' name, amen.